What up, what up, what up, people? We back again. It is D, Nels, and Dan in the building. My brother, what's happening with you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm man. good with everything. Another week of us being uh, in here talking about some uh, current events and some pop culture and just what the pulse of the people is talking about. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's another week. It's uh I mean, you know, it's crazy. This year had just started. The year had just started, and, and January is almost over. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's like, where is? Can somebody please tell me where time is going? Because it is getting out of control. Time is just just not not staying still for no one or nothing. Yeah, you're right about that. This damn thing really it did just start, and it's over already. Yeah, dog it. I don't know what the hell's going on. You're right. I don't know where the hell time is going. I don't know if the earth's spinning faster. I don't know what the hell's going on. But it did yeah. really seem like we just 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 got finished with uh with New Year's and Christmas and all of that. Matter of yeah, fact, just, still people still got their Christmas lights up when I'll be driving around. That's a fact. Yeah, I bet you there's somebody right now with their Christmas tree up talking about oh my god, I'll take it down. <laughs> It's about to be a, a Valentine's Day tree. Yeah, man, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what the hell is going on with this time, but it is absolutely out of control and out of pocket. Before you know it, it'll be damn June, July, and then before you know it, we'll be like, hey, it's Christmas time again. It's time for another new year. That's a fact. You know, I, I was scared because uh, because I'm, I'm already looking and like, when more, like I was just thinking that President's Day is around the corner, right? Then all of a sudden, you got to think about it. It's going to be Easter, then then uh, what is that right after Memorial Day, Fourth of July. After Fourth of July, the year is done. You you might as well just put up your lights after the Fourth of July. When you might, when you out there putting up uh, doing fireworks, go inside and just put up your Christmas lights because. The second half of the year always breezes by for whatever the fuck reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe because the kids go back to school and all that stuff like that. But put up your Christmas lights once for July. On July 5th, that is when it is okay to put up your Christmas lights. Because that is going to be the end of the year. That's just what it is. <laughs> he said it's going to pop right up. Yeah, it's over after that. Yeah, man. That's just crazy. Breezing through this year. Yeah, it's having a bunch of um, <clears throat> a bunch of random events, a bunch of horrible events, a lot of stuff going on. Um, we were just talking about it before we jumped on air, before we started recording. We was talking about the um, Tyree Nichols thing. Um, R.I.P. to Tyree Nichols. Absolutely. You gotta you gotta salute the um, the district attorney and the chief of police and everybody of that of Memphis by their uh. This swift and immediate action. I think this is probably the first time we've, even though the, even though it happened a while ago, I think the, um, the time between the information being public and the reaction by the departments was pretty um, awesome. I think this is the quickest we've ever seen action being taken. So, shout out to the district attorney and the police chief and everybody that's um in leadership around there. They reacted pretty swiftly and they did what they felt was necessary. And based on what um, everybody's seen today, it's um, it's well warranted. Um, we talked about it. Darnell mentioned it, and I was like, I don't know if we want to talk about it. It's kind of like horrible, kind of 
kind of bad what's going on, but I mean, we wouldn't be doing justice if we didn't um, talk about it. So I yeah, haven't seen it. the entire video yet. I saw the first part of the video and the first part of the video to me, the initial, the initial reaction, the initial stop when they first walked up to the car was just completely out of hand. Um, and Darnell was hipping me to it. He's like, this is, they were part of like a special task force. So mm-hmm. that explains the, that gives some, some insight to the aggressive way they approach the car. Yeah. But yet and still the, um, the accent just horrible, like to approach the car. And the first thing you say is get the, get the, get the fuck out of the car. I'm gonna punch you in your shit. You bitch ass nigga roll over. Like the, the initial just overall interaction was just to me way over the top, way unnecessary. And, um, just disrespectful. I know you police and police officers, you're in law enforcement, but just, God, dog, like that's just our yeah. hand. But I'm gonna let yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna let Nell speak because Nell's watched the whole video. I haven't watched the whole video as of yet, so I'm gonna let Nell speak on it. I'm gonna just touch on exactly what you were just saying just now. It, it's uh, that that the problem that I have with these these stops and not just one is this stop or or any other one. So I wouldn't say all the times the cops come up to the car and whenever things get go left, it uh, the cops come up uh they come up uh, disrespectful or anything like that. But in this one, I guess because of the nature, like uh, like like Dan was just saying, because of the nature of the task force that they're a part of, which is like a drug and gang task force that they're supposed to take them off the streets, I believe that's probably the reason why they came up to the car so aggressive. The problem that I have with all of it is nobody ever had a reason on why they pulled this guy over. Nobody had a reason. They still don't have a reason on why this guy is not on this earth anymore. Like, if you pull somebody over, every I don't give a fuck what task force you're 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 a part of. You, if I ask you a simple question like, "What is the reason you're pulling me over?" Like, what did I do? And and I know somebody is listening to this, probably part of a task force or or a cop or something to that effect, and they're like, "Well." You can't just say that because you don't you don't deal with those kind of people all the time. But we still live in a world where you just can't be. This is not this is not cowboys and just this is not the wild wild west. You just can't be just being like roping motherfuckers because you just feel like that's what the right thing to do. You still have to give everybody the decency. And I understand when people are dealing with, uh, you know, so called gang members or drug dealers and things like that those people are not giving you the respect that you probably, you know, that you, they're supposed to be the worst of the worst, right? That, that task force usually are going for the worst of the worst, True. but still there is always going to be an individual in this situation is an individual that's not part of that shit. It's not part of that life. And now you as part of that, part of that, uh, that task force without taking the initiative to maybe be like, maybe this is the right person. Maybe this is the wrong person, whatever. While he's asking you a question, you'd be like, hey, just get on the ground and then we'll figure it out. But I need you to get on the ground. He wasn't even aggressive. Usually, if you were dealing with some gang members, they would have tried to be aggressive. They'd be like, nah, fuck all that. And they'd try to pull off or anything like to that effect. He wasn't doing none of that. He said, hey, what is this about? What's going on? What did I do? You could have, you had your gun out. You could have been like, nah, I need you to get on the ground or whatever the situation is. But no, they intimidated this guy to the point where he felt like he had to run. He runs. He's only three blocks from his, his mom's house. 
They catch him. They beat the fuck out of him. And if you see the video, I'm sorry. Like, there's no justification for the shit they were doing. They was winding up punches. Like, winding. Like, like doing the, the shit like you would see in a cartoon. Like, winding their fist. Yeah, One of them pulled up. They was out of hand the way they was punching. The way they was punching, the way they was kicking was just... Like, they was fighting. Like, it, it seemed more personal than anything. Yeah. It, it was one of those situations where it looked like this guy, and I'm not making light of this because you know I'm always making jokes and stuff like that, but it was almost to the point, again, I'm not making light, but it was like they saw, it was like a guy that had messed with each and every one of those, that girl. Like, this is the guy that uh, fucked my girl. Him, the same guy. You're like, him, he's, he's the guy? Like, yeah, he's the guy. Then he was like, that's the same motherfucker fuck my girl. That's the same motherfucker. Oh, shit, he's the That's how they were treating the shit. And they exactly. fucking rounded up and was like, fuck that shit. We gonna get this motherfucker when we see him. That's how it was, yo. Like, they knew it. Like, like, it was, like you said, it was like a personal vendetta. And yeah, it was just, yeah, <laughs> you're right. It was, it was like, it was like you did, like he did something to him. And I know a lot of times, um, like I've heard some police officers talk, especially people like old school police officers who here in Atlanta, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Atlanta used to have this thing called red dogs and the red dogs were the drug, drug trash task force. So okay. I heard some of their stories and I'm like, yo, y'all were wilding. Like, how did y'all get away with the stuff y'all were doing? They was like, Hey man, listen, that's just what it was back then. And I'll be listening. I'm like, yo, this is out of control, but. The stuff they were doing with the type of stories I used to hear, it needs to be like, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so used to run from us every day. So the days we did catch him, oh, he paid for making us run. I'm like, yo, how y'all comfortable saying this? Like, how is this okay that you think, like, it's all good? But that's their life they live. And that's the way they treated him. They treated him like he was somebody who was a habitual offender and somebody who they knew was doing stuff. But they didn't even know this dude, was, dude wasn't even doing anything. And he wasn't somebody that they were that they were familiar with, so you shouldn't be treating anybody that way. But if you yeah. treat somebody who you're familiar with, let's say somebody who's always shooting at the police, or somebody who's always fighting the police, then I'd be like, you shouldn't have done it. But I get it. You treating him how because he's a he's a threat to you. He's known for being a threat to you, so that's how you treating him. But this guy wasn't known to be a threat to you. He wasn't known to be a threat at all. Y'all just was. I don't know, taking out frustration from working, taking out frustration from from just having to be in that task force. I don't know. But it was clear that it was deeper than I'm just doing my job. But the thing that another thing that bothers me is when when you catch uh if you think for any if you think for any second. Now, uh, one thing that I seen today cuz you know they was going to do this they were talking about this task force has taken off so many people off the street, so many drugs off the street, so many guns off the street. That's their fucking job. I hate when people try to fucking justify some shit. With, that's their fucking job. That's like a Thanks. fucking, like, that, that's like when people say, hey, hey, you know, I, I always watch my kids. No, motherfucker, that's your fucking job. That's your fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> I babysit my kids all the time. You ever hear people that go, I babysit my kids. I babysit my kids. There's no fucking babysitting there. You're the fucking father or you're the mother. You're the, that's what your fucking job is, yo. Mm-hmm. I pay all. Cool. Congratulations. You're your fucking job, yo. You don't have to. So when they try to justify, not justify, but more be like, well, hey, we don't want to disband this this group because 
they've taken so many guns off the street, so many drugs off the street. Cool. That is a fucking congratulations. You know what? They, you know why they didn't do it? They didn't do it for free. They got paid to do shit. That's their fucking job, yo. Stop telling me about shit that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, you don't get no fucking congratulations for shit that you're supposed to do. There's no congratulations. I ate today. How about that? <laughs> I'm breathing right now. I'm breathing. There is no congratulations for that shit. Do your fucking job. You don't like the fucking job and don't do it. And, and the shit makes me even more upset is because you can't tell me this is the first time they beat somebody's ass. Oh, this is no. the first time court because somebody died. Oh yeah, now they know what they know what plenty of people ask. Like I know, I know for sure they've beaten number of people unconscious. They beat a bunch of people, and they probably use the they probably always use the same thing. Oh, he ran. Yep, he ran. So we yep. um we had to use force. Or oh, he did this. We had to use force. It's just that this time, y'all went way above and beyond force. Y'all, y'all killed somebody. You killed somebody. The other times the person didn't die. They're probably unconscious still. They probably, you know, got a a couple of black eyes, fucking punctured lungs and all kinds of shit like that. So nobody died. And the thing is, yo, you're supposed to get drugs off the street because you signed up to get drugs off the street. You're supposed to get gangs off the street because you fucking signed up to get gangs off the street. I don't want to hear about fucking accolades when it's your fucking job. It's your fucking job, yo. Stop telling me about what they fucking do. It's your job. How about nobody gives a shit? Or not take that fucking job and do something else. Yeah. Go fucking at fucking IHOP or go fucking work at a gas station or do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't never go. Jersey, you know what they do in Jersey? Jersey is one of the states that uh, when you get gas, you can't pump your own gas, right? So... I don't know if people know that. If you go to New Jersey, if you happen to be driving through New Jersey and you're like, I'm not pumping no fucking gas, you don't have to pump gas in New Jersey. I say that because I've never went into a fucking New Jersey gas station and you know what they said? Yo, I fucking pumped about a fucking hundred cars today. You know I did that shit? Nobody's ever said that. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, you know why? I don't give a fuck because that's your fucking job, man. Are you going to pump my gas or not? You say that, you know what the crazy thing is? You say that, and there's a video going around where this lady, this lady won like, I think she won like 1.1 million or something like that because this guy wouldn't pump her gas when she pulled up. In New Jersey? I don't know what state it was, but it was one of the states where you can't pump your own gas. Has to be New Jersey. Has to be New Jersey. I think there's one of the states like that. There's like five states like that, but whatever whatever it was, (laughs) the dude wouldn't pump her gas. (laughs) I'm glad she got I'm glad that she got that fucking money. But that goes to my point. I've never been to a state where they pump your gas and the guy said, guess what? I fucking pumped 102. You're my 102nd person gas I pumped gas for. Because you, they never say that shit because they know nobody would give a fuck. So whenever they try to give me accolades about justifying a group of people that fucked up or, or killed someone, I don't give a fuck about the accolades right now. You killed somebody. The other thing that I'm gonna get, I don't, I don't, I know both of us wanted to be this to be a uh, a kind of different, a lighthearted, <laughs> a lighthearted episode. But this, you know, we both think it's it's important uh, for something like this and not go, you know, swept. There. I know people will probably be like, "Damn, they didn't even talk about that situation." Is one of the biggest situations in the country, so we make sure that we want to, you know, whatever social social anything 
Uh, we want to make sure that we talk about it. We didn't want to just brush it under the rug. That's why we even having this conversation. But the last thing I will say about this is the biggest thing that I have the problem is is that every single time that we've seen social injustice, when there is a white cop and a black individual that gets uh, either murdered or or uh, or put in the hospital or whatever like that, the word is we need to wait for more evidence. Please don't judge. Don't rush to judgment. Please let these, they'll be on administrative leave. They're going to continue to get paid until we do our investigation. That's the shit that everybody needs to hear when somebody gets killed, when a black person gets killed and is a white officer. We need to wait for investigation, right? That's the shit that they always say, right? We, we, we can't be uh, rushed to judgment. That's the shit they tell us. Yeah, right away, right away. It's always don't rush to judgment. Um, save your judgment till the video comes out because there's more to it. You don't know all the facts. You don't know all the facts. That's the fucking. That, those are the words. Those are the fucking keywords that they love to tell the public whenever it's shit like this. Five cops beat up on a black man. Your motherfuckers is fired. Y'all going to jail for fucking murder. Period. The end. No fucking wait for judgment. We don't give a fuck about your. Yo, what, what the fuck the camera? We know damn well your ass going to fucking jail. So make sure, just like Ben, Mr. Mr. Ben Crump said, make sure that, because this is not going to be the last time. We knew George Floyd was going to be the last time. This shit was all over. And the, then this shit happens. So next time when this unfortunate situation happens to someone, whether it's black, white, or, or whatever, if the officers are not black, make sure we have the same energy that who gives a shit about the fucking camera. You know that something bad happened. They ask need to be taken off the fucking force and they need to be charged with some kind of fucking murder if somebody dies. I'll leave it at that. Mm. That is a fact. Make sure that it's the same thing for everybody. Yeah. Don't make just, oh, it's all black officers, so we're going to make sure that uh we get we get these because we want to prove that it's not just the white people. Nah, don't to me it doesn't matter whether you white, black, whatever you are, if you're in that position and this is the way you're performing, this is the way you're conducting business, you deserve to be held fully accountable. And there's no excuse for the extent that they went through. Were they, I mean, when you pulled them out of the car, first of all, I'm, I'm not a police officer. I don't know all the training. I don't know all the understandings and how, you know, certain rules can get um, circumvented based off certain situations. But what I do know is when you walk up to the car with your gun out saying, bitch ass nigga, get the fuck out the car for I bust your shit. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that is somewhere, somewhere that's a violation of some type of policy whether it just be a code of conduct policy and a lot of people be like, man, it, it don't matter. Every, just about every job has a certain code of conduct type of policies where there's certain ways you're supposed to conduct yourself unless you're in possibly extreme danger or what have you. But everybody has a code of conduct. Like in my job, we yep. have a code of conduct. And if you, if you're working, if you get ready to search some bag, you can't be bitch ass nigga. Why you got this water in your bag? can't say that shit. <laughs> you got to be like, hey, sir, man, I got to search your bag. You got water in it. It can't be like, bitch ass nigga, show bag right here. 
fuck you doing with water, nigga? You can't. It's a code of conduct. You can't talk that way. And I'm more than sure, even though police officers talk reckless all the time, I'm pretty sure there's some form of code of conduct, some form of um, rules of engagement that says you're supposed to be like cordial. You're supposed to be respectful when you start the interaction. Now, if the interaction goes left, I'm pretty sure it's like, oh, well, if the ones that go left and they start talking crazy, you know, hey, do do you? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nothing to you based off how they talking to you. But if if you walk up to the car and the person and you like shut the fuck up, bitch ass nigga, he be like, hey, what's going on? Why y'all doing this? So he he's being respectful. He encourages you. He ain't do nothing. But this is the extent you're going right away. It's just it just man, that whole situation is uh unfortunate. It, it just, yeah, there you go. It's unfortunate. It went left way quick and. Like you said, there's going to be plenty of people like, well, you don't know what happened because the video just started when they walked up to the car. You don't know what happened before that. You know what? We don't know what happened before that. But what we do know is what happened at the start of that interaction. Unless he tried to run one of y'all over, which we know he didn't try to run one of y'all over because y'all wouldn't have walked up to your cars with the guns out. Y'all have walked up shooting. So he didn't try to run one of you over or anything like that. He may have kept driving when y'all tried to pull him over. But at that point, it's not, I'm going to bust your shit. It's like, get out the car, get out the car, get on the ground. No, it's the way, like I said, it's rules of engagement. It's code of conduct she's supposed to follow. And it doesn't seem like anything at all was followed. And when the police chief, I believe she was the police chief, but when she's like, when she's disturbed by it to where, unless she's a phenomenal actress, every time I see her do an interview, anytime I see somebody talking to her about it, she seems clearly disturbed by the actions of those officers. Maybe she's a great actress. Maybe she's a wonderful performer, but visually it seems like she's completely disturbed by what she's viewed on tape and the interactions of her officers. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost, it's almost impossible to look at that video and be like, I don't see anything wrong. It's, it's, it's literally, it's virtually impossible because like you just said, we don't know what happened between the time where the, the uh, get the fuck out the car. We don't know all that stuff. Uh, but it's clear that they wasn't even going to press no, they didn't have any charges to press on the individual, Mr. Nichols. They didn't have any charges to press on him. So clearly, trust me, this is a society that are, I'm pretty sure that they've already tried to go through his records to see if he's ever smoked oh, marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That was so if they haven't figured that out yet, I can guarantee you that none of that stuff is accessible or even do any of that stuff. Cause fucking this society can't wait to be like, Oh, he smoked marijuana when he was six. I remember one time he had a sip of beer or some other bullshit. So if he didn't do, he, they would have said that he ran from them or whatever like that. So he clearly meant the other thing is, no, we can't, we didn't see all the video, but I know uh, I can't tell what happened before, but I know this young man is not here anymore. So regardless of what happened, there is no reason to take a, a person's life. There is no reason. There, there, unless he he didn't have no gun. He's uh, he was a according to his mom, he's one hundred and fifty pounds, and these guys were huge. These wasn't no they they couldn't have felt threatened. So they can miss anybody listening to this can miss me with the oh well he's a threat. He was a hundred percent not a threat. He was in handcuffs. They was wailing on him. If you look, when you, when everyone gets a chance to watch the video, they were wailing 
I'm using old school terms, wailing, like literally doing, uh, rolling their arms and, and they had the batons. And, and then all of a sudden when he was hurt and he was, and he was finished pretty much almost unconscious, they lifted him up. He fell down again. They're screaming at him to get to lift his head up and stuff like that. They prop him against the car. They waited forever to get some ambulance in order to fucking get him to the hospital. And then a couple of days later, he died. So, um, yeah, there is no, there is nothing that anyone can possibly say that would justify. I don't give a fuck what video they have moving forward. I know there's a video of him getting his ass whooped. That's what we do now. We don't know anything else. We know there's a video of him getting beat up. Yeah, that that video is that video is readily available for everybody. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Terrible, terrible situation. I pray for him and his, uh, I pray for him for wherever he's at, and I pray for his family. Uh, and I'm praying for those cops. The the dumb the dumb thing is to lose your to lose your life because you killed someone. So which in turns you lose your life and your livelihood. Like you don't have any family. Like you don't have people that's depending on you, which is idiotic, yo. Mm-hmm. But they've done it. So you, I don't give a damn if I don't know any other stories. David, I'm going to say this with, with a uh, wholehearted uh, conviction that they've done this so many times and they've beat so many people's ass that they knew they wasn't going to get caught unless someone had died, someone died. So now that someone died, they lose their family and their livelihood and their lives for taking someone else's life, which is idiotic. It is just another idiotic, dumbass situation that me and you are, are, are covering. And over the years, we've covered so many idiotic and dumbass things that people do. But this goes in the top five of just dumbass things that people would do to lose your life. How many times we say on the show, you got one, you got, you get one shot at this shit and they've ruined it. Five of them. And this guy lost his life. So six people have ruined it for endless amount of families. It's just fucking dumb. Absolutely dumb. Ridiculous. Oh man. <clears throat> All right. Let's get, a, let's get on some other shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we just had to talk about it. Like I said, man, we, um, we've covered every other incident and we cover all type of, um, incidents and situations going on so it's not like we couldn't just we couldn't cover this we just gonna let it go by i didn't want to talk about it at first but i thought thought about it for a second because now it was like yo we gonna talk about it and i said no but i had to think about it like yeah we gotta cover it we gotta at least speak a little something on it yeah just yeah to let people i think know where we stand and let, let people know what's going on for those that well i doubt anybody could avoid knowing it but in case there's somebody out there that's that's listening and having to avoid knowing anything. At least now you got a little, you got a little insight from, from us. Yeah. I think our audience, anybody that's uh, our audience, they know, they, they know that uh, we usually will cover topics like that, no matter how, uh, how disturbing they are. Cause it's disturbing to us. It's disturbing. It should be disturbing, disturbing to the public but we do cover these stories as much as it, it disturbs us and disturbs you guys. Uh, but you know, we're going to cover everything. We're going to cover, uh, 
positive things, negative things, everything. We, we, we're not going to just let things slide because I'm pretty sure that somebody like they would they would like to know our take in that. That's pretty much our take on that thing. Yeah, man, that's how we feel about that. Um, just keep it. Let's keep it. Uh, let's keep let's keep it rolling. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Shannon Sharp, man. Shannon, Shannon Sharp at the Laker game. <laughs> Yo, I respect Shannon Sharp, man, because he's he's always he's always talking about how NBA players really don't want to do nothing. He always saying how you know people really don't be wanting that smoke. They just be they just be jaw jacking. They just be saying stuff. And it came it came a point where where, where he uh, he proved what he what he always say because <laughs> he was talking Ooh. trash. And and the dude the dude from Memphis, man, he was just in his feelings. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, all he said to do was, "You too small to grab to um guard LeBron, or you too small, you too small for LeBron, or whatever." And then dude was like, "Man, fuck you." And Sam Sharp said, "Man, fuck you too." <laughs> and then you can see the video. He said, "Sharp was like, like, come over here, and say that. Come over here, and say that." Because Sam Sharp, he's 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 from the old school, man. He's a, he's an old school dude. He ain't about all that talk. Hearing about all that, Joe, all that, you gonna run your mouth and you gonna talk real slick from far away and think it's all good. He's like, "Hey, come over here and say that." He's like, "Yeah, you want to talk that? Come over here and say it." And then all the other dudes started walking over. Then uh, what's the dude name? John Morant, Daddy came over there. <laughs> Shady Sharp was standing right there by himself. <laughs> Yo, I respect the hell out of Shady Sharp, man. That dude, he talks, he talked a good game and he backs it up clearly. I don't think he was wrong though. He apologized. I think he apologized mostly because he's saying. Because of his, I guess, uh, his status, he should he shouldn't be interacting with players like that, or he shouldn't be um, taking it to that extreme like that. Yeah, but um, I don't, I don't see what he did wrong. I mean, he could have he could have not cursed back at dude, but dude cursed at him. He could have been like, all right, man, whatever, and just left it alone. But is the demand in him was like, you gonna tell me fuck me, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> and it went from there, man. And it's just the funniest shit ever, but. Hey man, don't be messing with these with these old heads, man. These old heads is about that action. <laughs> they ain't about to sit there and play games, which especially not somebody built like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp big as shit. And man, he like, that dude, I don't know, I don't know how much he um I don't know how much he bench pressed, but I'm gonna say it's probably close to four. Probably four and change. That dude is not nothing to nothing to play with. And I don't think any player on Memphis really want that smoke with that dude. They don't want no goddamn smoke. They don't want no smoke with Shannon. That's a goddamn fact. It, it it put everyone. It put all. It put the starting five in the headlock one at one time. <laughs> they don't want no smoke with that guy. I the, I think the reason that he actually apologized because I did watch his apology uh, the next morning, um, and I think it was more because of his platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't on the platform, and he could just be like that. He he would what you call. I'm pretty sure he would he wouldn't retract because that's how I felt. But I think it's because of his platform and what he stands for and how he's trying to, you know, uh, when he goes on these shows, you, you want to portray, portray an image. You know, he's on that show. He wants to portray an image of, of saying, hey, we as we as individuals don't need to be be pinned against each other. And then all of a sudden, in the moment, he was he was feeling like, he wasn't feeling like Fox Sports. He was he was feeling like Shannon Sharp. He wasn't feeling like Sports. But when he got probably, I'm pretty sure when he got home that night, he probably thought about it and was like, God damn, you know, they pulled me out of it. I mean, people get pulled out of character all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's not something you really want to do. You can be pulled out of character in front of your kids, and then you go back and apologize 
to your kids. Like, yo, that's not, this is not how you react in certain situations. Your kids will see it and be like, God damn, dad is crazy. I never seen him like this. But then you see your kids and be like, that is, I don't give a damn what I did. It was, it was wrong. You're not supposed to act like that in those situations. I think because of the form, that's how he treated it. Yeah, you're probably right. Makes sense. He's got to, he's got to project a certain type of, um, got to project a certain type of viewpoint that he speaks on. Like your word, your words got to meet your actions. And a lot yeah. of times he talk, you say he speaks on like not being pitted against each other, fan involvement. He speaks on a lot of that. So like you said, in that moment he got pulled out, but um, yeah, it's probably more so his platform. You're right. It's the same thing. Like if you by yourself, you ain't got nobody to apologize. You're going to be you. But if somebody is actually looking up to you or looking to you, looking uh, to you for, uh, for guidance and and how to pre- how to uh, act in public and things like that, and then your kids are watching that. That's why people apologize to their kids. You you know, hey, I'm sorry, son. Please don't that. You know, that is not the way. Dad was in the wrong. Dad should never act like that. And blah 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 blah. But when you smile yourself, you ain't got nobody apologize. That's me. Fuck that shit. You know. <laughs> but and and I'm pretty sure Shannon Sharp knows that that a lot of kids, no matter you know, no matter what, they call him unk. They, they look up to him. He has social media. He has his own platforms. He has all these other things. And he knows that not just the audience from Fox Sports watching, but the people watch his shows uh, on YouTube and, and other things like that. So I think he was like, God damn, I, you know, I can't be acting like that. I got to do better. You know, and that's what he said. I got to do better. I can't be acting like that when there's people looking at When you're by yourself, you can act anyway, whatever. You know, it might not still be right, but you don't have anybody to apologize to. But when you have people looking up to you, like your kids or your cousin, or little nephews or anything like that, you want to make sure you set the right example and tell them what's right and wrong. Because then they'd be like, well, your ass did it. Your ass was out there fucking wilding and shit like that. What the hell? So you got to be like, hey, you got to nip it in the bud before they believe whatever you did was right. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. You got to, you got to be able, and, and you got to, you just, you got to be man enough to to understand that situation. Like, you know what? I was tripping. I was wrong. This is the way it should have been handled. Y'all don't, y'all don't do what I did. Correct. This is what I'm telling you now, and um, do that. I didn't listen. To, I didn't listen to myself, and I get that. But uh, moving forward, I'm gonna do better. At listen to myself. Correct, correct. Yeah, but it's right. funny to me. But I, I, I think it's it's funny to me because a lot of them dudes really be talking like they about that action. A lot of dudes really be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But when it's all said and done, a lot of them don't be wanting to fight. And I think a lot of them be taking it personal when, um, because Charles Barkley says it a lot too. And even Shaq says it a lot, a lot of times. Like, y'all really don't be wanting to do stuff. Like I'll be, I'll be squaring up and wait for the refs to come to start talking against trash, and nobody really want to do anything. And that's how Shannon Sharp feel. But um, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm glad it happened, but I'm also glad that it, the um, the response and the way he came and cleared it up and the way um, it's quickly died down, has been great because it it didn't linger like I thought it was gonna linger. It died down very quickly, so I'm glad for that. So that way it's not a stain on him. They don't try to take away none of his platform, none of the things that he's he's building up. Like you said, he's got a YouTube show. He's got he's on the show. So I'm glad it died down quickly so that none of his things can be taken away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been, it would have been really sad that they would have uh, kicked him off the show or whatever like that for the conduct. I, I would have been really disappointed. 
uh, because at the end of the day, you know, it was a lot of jaw talking, mm-hmm. a lot of jaw. People just talking and just saying whatever, blah 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 blah. But at the end of the day, I I feel like a lot of not not all of today, not of all not all of today's NBA uh, athletes, but the majority of them could not be in uh, back in like early nineties. You know, the ni- early nineties, the end of the eighties. That group, you would sometimes listen. If, I know a lot of people that probably listen are not even of age, but if the, the from like 80, 85 to like ninety, to, shoot, I would say eighty five to like ninety nine, you could just walk on the court and motherfuckers said it on you. It was like that type of time. <laughs> like it was when people like Bill Lambeer, they would Charles Oakley, they were just fighting. It was not. It was. It was. Uh, there's, a, there's a joke that. Um, that Cedric the Entertainer had when he was doing Kings of Comedy and he said that if there was black uh, hockey players and that's when he came up with the joke like they'll be skating on this ice and they'd be like I wish a motherfucker would. That's how NBA used to be. You could get clotheslined. I've seen people get elbowed. Oh, there was it used to be real out there. People, shit. Let's be real. It was a time where they they had to make a whole rule because the the players sometimes fought the fans. Yeah. So I I know some of a lot of a lot of new folk are not built for it, and they don't have to be built for it. So I understand that as well. But back in the day, it was a different type of animal, different type of animal. You you literally had to know how to fight because at the end of the day, it was like people were trying to test you and they were not the same kind of rules. No, it wasn't the same type of rules and people was really, people really used to be ready to fight like for, um, for anything like, what is it? Uh, the, the, some of the best shit that scene was, um, what was dude? I used to play for the, um, son, Raja Bell clothesline the hell out of Kobe Bryant. Like Kobe did something and like next play, this dude straight clotheslined him. And then just walked off the court like, yeah, I'm not throwing out. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> he just walked off the court. But it wasn't yeah. no like it would now today that'd be all over Sports Center. He'd be suspended for like fifteen games. But he, he did that shit and he just walked. He's like, I know I'm out. He's like, Don't worry about the ref. He even looked for the ref to blow the whistle. He did the shit and just walked to the bench. That's how it used to be. That's how it used to be, yo. Yeah. So yeah, it is it is a different era. It's a different it's a different league. It's a different type of people in the league now. Like I even remember when it was um, who was it? It was uh, Doug Christie and Rick Fox. They got into it on the court, and then they ran into the tunnel and got and got to it in the in the tunnel. And the, oh yeah! And the only reason why I stopped because all the players cleared the benches. Everybody was over there. The only reason why I stopped because Shaq went over there. Shaq went over there and started pushing everybody and separating everybody. He separated the security from separating the fight. He separated everybody. I was like, oh, <laughs> Shaq never really fought, but everybody, nobody was going to do anything to try to fight that dude. But mm-hmm. I just say that just, those are just examples of how it, it really used to go down and things used to really pop off. And they've, they've instituted enough rules now and they've levied enough punishments and fines now to where, Players aren't going to do it, and a lot of players aren't really built for it. And some people don't want it. Some people, the NBA is their job. They want to come to work, 
do what they got to do and go home. <laughs> they don't want to oh, be yeah. out there doing all of that. It's not, it's not what they worked from five years old to do. They work from five mm-hmm. years old to make it to the NBA. That's what they did. They got their dream. They playing. They doing their job. They don't want all this extra foolishness. But if and anybody I, and ever I, has the chance, you got to go watch Doug Christie and Rick Fox fight. Doug Christie White, I don't know if they still married on his ex-wife, but she's the realest. Because she, <laughs> she came out the stands into the tunnel swinging her purse on Rick Fox. Like, if my husband's fighting, I'm fighting. She yep. will forever be the realest wife, realest chick in the world to me. <laughs> That's some down ass shit right there. Well, they were getting it in. Yeah, I'm telling you, that, but that's that's just that's just one of. I mean, you can have you can have maybe two or three fights a night. It was like that type of time. I'm, I'm, it was just uh, it was real. It was uh, it was definitely real back then. Mm-hmm. Oh man, keeping on with some sports stuff. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. So Stephen A. Smith said in an interview that Rihanna was no Beyonce, and everybody lost their mind. Yeah, we're talking about her performing at the Super at the, um, halftime for the Super Bowl. And he was like, well, she's no Beyonce. And everybody went crazy saying, oh, he's pitting black women against each other. He's um, He should be celebrating her. Instead, he's talking down on her. I didn't have a problem with what he said. I mean, that's his personal view. He was like, oh, yeah, she performed in the Super Bowl. She's, she's no Beyonce. That was just his personal preference. He's admitted. He's, yeah. like, he's like, I'm a Beyonce fan. So anybody you... Anybody that's going to do anything that she's done, I'm going to say, hey, uh, she's she's no Beyonce or they're no Beyonce. And I don't get the flack. I don't get everybody going crazy. I don't get the, I don't get the whole thing because they do it every day on sports shows where they say, oh, LeBron did such and such, and people are like, oh, nah, but he ain't, he and MJ. So it's the, it's the same thing. It's just the fact that it's entertainment and it's, and it's claiming to pit black women against each other. He didn't say, hey, wait till it's over and compare the two performances and see who's better. He was just like, hey, she's no Beyonce. That's that's his favorite artist. And I think it was fine. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. I think people overreacting. This man then had to go and issue an apology. And every time he, he's got a book out now, so every time he does interviews about his book, they're bringing that up. They're saying, well, how do you feel? Do you think it was right? I think everybody's just too sensitive right now. And everybody's always trying to find a reason to cause disturbance and disruption, man. It's just, it's, it's getting annoying to me. It, uh, well, we, we've had uh, other conversations where we talked about how sensitive and how you can't say anything. Uh, uh, it's crazy. And because of that situation with Stephen A, I'm with you. I'm like, he, he gave an opinion. I mean, was it warranted? Probably not. But that was his opinion at the time. You know, whatever it was, whatever it was, that was his opinion. He didn't say F Rihanna or he didn't say F Beyonce. He didn't say anything to that effect. He just said, uh, but I, I also, under, I understand it. I understand why people were saying things, but it was not to the point where he had to come out and apologize. What is this with this new, with this new, everybody needs to apologize about some shit? Like what, what's going on? Like people are really finding anything to be upset about anything. I, I um I also saw besides the Stephen A thing, what else came out this week is an episode of Family Guy. Now, I don't know if I've ever said this on this on this show, but I religiously watch Family Guy every single night, probably for the last I don't know maybe fifteen years. I've watched Family Guy every single night because it's like a uh, it's in, embedded in my brain. Like when that comes on, it's time to go to bed. 
You know how some things, I don't know how, uh, it's almost like a hypnosis. So I watched it. <laughs> and I don't know if everybody heard, but next to the Stephen A thing, the next thing that people were upset is that uh, Family Guy had an episode where uh, the Family Guy said something about Nipsey Hussle. And the, what they said was something to the effect of, um, it was a cutaway. And if you watch Family Guy, you know what a cutaway is. It's just, it's part of the episode, but if they cut away to something else, they bring up a point and then they go back to the regular show. And I think, and I don't want to get it completely wrong, but it was something to the effect where he said, uh, it wasn't even a joke or anything like that. It was just like, uh, I, I uh, he was like, oh, I, I'm supposed to be, I found out about Nipsey Hussle, this, this person named Nipsey Hussle, who I'm supposed to be sad about, who I never heard of before, um, but I'm supposed, who I've never heard of before, but I'm supposed to be sad about it right now, and I didn't know anything about him. And then they went back to whatever the show was, right? <laughs> people are upset. People, people are upset about a cartoon that said, Something to that along those lines. Whenever you get a chance, you can put it on YouTube. I, I'm I'm butchering it, but it was not that far off than what I'm saying right now. Mm. You got to understand when you watch certain shows, you cannot be. And Charlemagne said this as well. You cannot. You cannot be upset when they say everything about everything else, and then it when they use when they use the same humor towards you. And then all of a sudden you want to get upset. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you're mad. You can, now you're all in your feelings, but it was funny yes. a second ago. Yes. It's like a person that fucking makes fun. Like you're in a group of five people and a person makes fun of all four people and your ass is laughing at it. This is fucking hilarious. Oh my God. You guys, you do have, you do have fucking big ass eyes. You do have uh, a receding hairline. Yes. Your ass has big ass teeth and you, you, you motherfucking, you do stink. And then when the person comes to you, like you laugh at all of that shit, then the person comes to you and they say, and your ass is too skinny. And you like, now your ass is motherfucking hurt. <laughs> oh, how dare you talk about me? These shows, skinny shaming. Yeah, now you skinny shaming me. We should all be upset at him. No, motherfucker, we not upset at him. No, you was laughing when he was fucking talking about us. We not upset at him. You have to understand when certain shows are poking fun at whatever and everything. Yo, you're either going to have the same energy when they poke at everything, or you can't have no fucking be upset about shit. It's just shut your, shut, shut your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Just don't yeah. watch it. Just don't watch it. Uh, South Park is the same kind of show. Yeah, South, South Park, Park was, out of pocket. was out of hand. Out of hand, yo. Family Guy, South Park, these are adult cartoons that make fun of anything and everything. And you can't pick and choose when all of a sudden you want to be upset. Because when they make fun of everybody else, you have to have that same energy. You just can't be like, well, they made fun of me. Well, they make fun of everybody. Yeah, that's what it is. So I want to play this uh, Stephen A thing. Okay, yes. Let's make sure make sure it plays here. Stephen A shouldn't apologize. He's just going about his business and ignore him. But I understand he has a book coming out. So. Yep, he does have a book coming out. And that could be a lot of what's going on. Yeah. But it's at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's all about what you about your opinion and everything cannot be oh 
I'm mad because of this. Or, oh, I'm mad because of that. No, nah, it's just, just my opinion. Like, let me have my opinion and let that be that. Yeah. But, but, no, not today. Everybody has to be upset at everything. Oh, I don't like the fact that you gave my, you know what, you know what's crazy? People, this is, and I'm gonna let you play the, the clip, but people will say shit like this. Your ass never donate to the fucking, you never, this person has got all this money and they never donate to the homeless, right? And then all of a sudden, they'll also get upset. You'll be like, hey, I donated to the homeless. Oh, you want all this fucking credit because you donated to the homeless. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> That's how the world works. That's exactly going to be going down. I ain't never seen you fucking donate to the homeless. You're a fucking horrible person. You say, okay, you know what? They're right. Let me donate to the homeless. You fucking put a picture up. Oh, you want all the clout because you donated to the homeless. You putting up pictures. Why don't you just do it in silence? Well, which one is it? I I don't know what else to do. You can't have it all. You can't have it all. Motherfuckers going to be upset with you if you do or if you don't. You'll be like, oh my God, he's breathing up all the air. They're going to be upset with you. It's just what it is. He's breathing up all the air. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, bad, bad. This thing will not, uh, thing will not play. It's killing me. Stephen A. thing uh, is one of those situations where I know he has to apologize because because of what because what he got going on. Yeah, you can. There we go. Congratulations. And the crazy thing is, he starts off with, "I don't want to down her. I don't want to say this. I don't want to say that." Excited for this halftime show. I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. That's yes. not where I'm. That's not where I'm going with this. Crazy oh, Ladies and gen- ladies and gentlemen, she's a lot of things. She's spectacular. Actually. Yes. And congratulations on new mamahood. Yes. I said There's one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but... What? <laughs> what is wrong? What is wrong with people today, man? I'm going to be mad to be mad, yo. <laughs> what is wrong with people? He congratulated her on being a mother, congratulated her on the Super Bowl, He's like, he's like, I'm not going to say I'm not excited, but he's just like, she's a lot of things. She just know Beyonce. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like the state of the world, the state of the way people, people view things. And like you said, people take stuff personal. Now, if it wasn't Rihanna, let's say it was, um, I don't know. Let's just say it was some random artist that, that black people didn't care about. It wouldn't have been no black backlash. They're like, yep, he sure is right. They ain't Beyonce. He, he damn yeah. right about that. But like you said, that's exactly what it is. It's all it's all fun and games until it until it pokes at somebody who you have some affinity to, or pokes at you personally. That's right. That is a fact. It's shit that happens every fucking day, right? So uh, 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 there's shit that happens all the time. There's shit that happens all the time in the world, right? And I'm always and and I'll say this. I think I've, I've mentioned to you guys. I'm in a chat with uh, a bunch of other guys. We're like we have like a fantasy chat. Uh, where we talk all the time about sports and all kinds of stuff, right? And uh, a lot of them are net fans. A lot of the, the guys that's in this chat are net fans, so they like Kyrie and all that stuff. Like when that shit, when Kyrie was going on, I understood it. I get that Kyrie was uh, they. Kyrie posted a video. I mean, everybody remembers when Kyrie posted that thing about that movie, and it was all this outrage. And I, I know me and you came on here, and we talked on the on the on the podcast, and we talked about uh, it, it. Probably wasn't the right. 
it, it wasn't the right uh, time. Like, I understand you can post anything you want to, but there's consequences all the time. There's always consequences whenever you do with any kind of action, there's consequences, right? And it was coming on the back half of the whole uh, Kanye thing, right? And when they made him apologize and all that stuff like that, I'm, I'm saying this story because I was like, wait a minute. There's all of this outrage about a uh, about Kyrie and all this stuff like that, but there's there's all kinds of shit going on in your neighborhood. There's all this other stuff going on, but nobody gives a shit until an athlete has a problem. Then everybody cares. Why are we not trying to worry about the people that's in our in our neighborhood or our immediate uh, in our community? We could do stuff about that, but everybody's upset about somebody that's a millionaire playing a basketball game. Like who cares? Who gives a shit, yo? Who gives a shit? Until it, and, and that that affects them like that type of shit affects them like a celebrity or a, a, an athlete getting into trouble and, and defending them and things like that that affects. But to me, I'm like, yo, there's so much going on in the world. Who gives a fine fuck? Who gives a shit? You you have so many outlets to affect the world and going to, to your community or things like that. That you can you can make change and do stuff and do stuff and that thing. Uh, people people have an uh, uh, an affinity to Beyonce. That's why that that was such a oh my god, how dare or they have an affinity to Rihanna. So oh my god, how dare you say that? I love Rihanna or they love Beyonce. But at the end of the day, these two women are fucking multimillionaires, and he has he has his opinion. That's his opinion. Who gives a shit if he loves? He could have said Sierra. Or fucking, I, I'm saying it's most school people. I know Sierra, they're like, Sierra, what the fuck? But I'm just saying, he could have said anybody. And the, and people would have been like, well, I don't even fuck with her. So, yes, whoever is the higher of the mm-hmm. person would have been like, well, Sierra is not on Beyonce level, so he's correct. Yep, that's yeah, that's everyone These two individuals are at the top of their game, or they are so fucking great. People have this infinity to one of them, so they had to have this outrage. But who cares is his opinion who gives a shit like why do y'all care so much about his opinion on who he thinks is better than each other now was it warranted did he have to say it probably not I'm, I'm i'm with some people he probably didn't even have to say it it was probably not even warranted it's two individuals they they do their thing and that was about it but he stated his opinion and that was it for him to have to be like on this apology tour <laughs> about something trivial as this it's just weird to me. It's just out of pocket. It don't make any sense. But you know, like we said, <clears throat> it is what it is, and the people have um, people get offended about stuff when they um, when they feel connected to it, or when they feel like it's a hot button. Oh, just when you want to get on the internet and you want to cause a stir, you do stuff like that, and you cause a stir, and then you get to where we are today. Where we talking about it, other people talk about it. It's been all over the um, media circuit as far as uh quote unquote urban radio and as far as uh any show he's popped up on. But it's all foolishness, man. Anyway, let's keep it um <clears throat> let's keep it moving. Let's talk about these um let's talk about this mixtape. So it's been a lot of people uh posting about mixtape era and when they talk about the mixtape era they're talking about the um I wanna say the two thousand tens probably somewhere in that area, two thousand ten ish where Lil Wayne was putting out a bunch of mixtapes. Fab had his run with mixtapes with um, Soul Tape, and um, there is no Man. competition. 
and Gucci Mane had a bunch of tapes, and Young Jeezy had a bunch of tapes with um, DJ Drama. So that era, and I'm I'm looking at that era. And first of all, it's a lot of it's a lot of artists who um, I just don't fuck with like that, like Gucci Mane. A lot of the other artists that were out during that time, I just don't rock with them. Like their music just don't interest me. I don't think they really be. I think they be having some hot beats. I think they make some good songs, but like the overall, the music just don't be hitting for me. That's just me. I don't want to project mm-hmm. none of my stuff on anybody else. That's just me. But I, I rocked with the Little Waynes. I, li- I liked um, some of his mixtapes. The um, I think it was No Ceilings, and then he had the Squad Up mixtapes. Rick Ross had some good mixtapes. Like I said, Fab had some good ones. Jeezy had some good ones. Pretty much anybody that was rocking with DJ Drama had a pretty good um, mixtape. Yeah, pretty- so I'm all for all of that. But I thought about that, and I was like, yo, what are some of the some of the artists in their prime, if they were in their prime during that time, and they had these um these mixtape runs? Who would be who would I really want to hear from? And in no particular order, I said I wanted to hear Nas on a on like a, a mixtape run. If he did a um no competition type uh trilogy, if he did like a trilogy of mixtapes, I would say it'd be Nas Hove, Andre three thousand, Rockem, of course Biggie, um, some Snoop. I think I said Rockem and um and last, my thing was I would want to see Ray and Ghost do one, and I would want to see Styles and Sheik do one. Because Styles, um, <clears throat> not Styles and Sheik, Styles and Jada. Jada had one. Jada had one called um, The Champ is Here, and that mixtape was fire. He also had one with Fab. Yeah, him and Fab had one together. That one was, that one was I thought it was going to be better than what it was, but it was, it was, it was damn good. Um, Freddie yeah. Jason. Yeah. So those were mine. I was like, yo, if Hove had put out a mixtape, if he was in his prime during the mixtape era, he put out like a trilogy of mixtape, shit would have been crazy. Nas would have definitely been crazy. I don't know. Those are mine. I, I had to make sure, you know, always got to make sure when you talk music, you always got to say in no particular order because everybody will start losing their goddamn mind about who's first and who's last. Yeah, no no particular order is the uh, allegedly. <laughs> that's the that's the allegedly of of of, of, of list. <laughs> the allegedly list. I like that shit, son. <laughs> now, I, if I had to choose some people that I would have loved to see do like mixtape, and now we're, we're talking about these people in their primes, obviously. Um, I would have loved to see Fifty Cent. Uh, obviously, Little Wayne. Little Wayne had a bunch of mixtapes. Uh, I was actually the reason I know uh, you posted that question and I kept saying fab is because that soul that that third soul tape with Slim Thick and uh, and situation ships. Oh, my God. Yeah, that third soul just, tape was amazing. Whew, man, it was just. If you go back and listen to it and, and it, it pisses me off that Apple doesn't have it available because. Yeah. Oh, it just drives me. It drives me. Uh, drives me up the wall that they don't have it on there. But you know, they don't have a bunch of other stuff. But I, you know, it is what it is. Um, that soul tape, Fab, Fab in his day was just that third soul tape, and uh, uh, was a summertime shootout. That was that was pretty good as well. Oh man, we got a uh, summertime shootout. Yeah, summertime shootout was, was like another another phenomenal. Uh, but Fab. 50 Cent, obviously, Little Wayne. Of course, I'm, I'm with you. You know, you got to have the, the greats with Big, and you got to have the greats of uh, 
uh, Jay and, and their prime and stuff like that. I love those. But you know, I, when I when I was when you was posted this question, I was starting to think like mixtapes really started, you know, later on, like late nineties, two thousands, and stuff like that, when people started really getting their mixtape on. But I would have loved if they would have had other groups like De La Soul. And I know I'm about to age myself. Like De La Soul mixtape or Tribe mixtape. You know? Yeah, I when think about them. Yikes. If, ooh, if they would have You know what I'm saying? Like if they would have the opportunity to do the same stuff that people were doing in the late 90s, 2000s, like Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. I would even take uh, UKG, uh, like I said, UKG, UGK, that UKG is actually a payroll thing. Uh, 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 also would have took an Andre 3000 and Big Boy. I would have took one of those. I would have took an Outcast. You know, maybe what he could have just had where they had a mixtape with just like a whole bunch of groups. Mm, yeah, that'd, that'd be fire. Because they never really had anything where the groups really got together other than Leaves of the New School, got with Tribe a couple of times to do scenario and stuff like that. Yeah, and native tongues. Yeah, you've seen how phenomenal that worked. And we don't have things like that anymore. And, and it kind of hurts me, but yeah, I would have took like some old school groups that they could have got part of that mixtape stuff. That would have made me happy. That would have made me excited. Yeah, that would have been... I didn't even think about Tribe and all of them. That would have been absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, oh. God. Just, a, oh. just imagine, yo. Driving, driving their heyday. I know people, I know we ain't going to get into music too much, but if you are too young to actually listen to Tribe, please go out and listen to Midnight Marauders or something to that effect because you, you would get into a whole different genre of music. And for my old school people, y'all know Tribe, when they were on fire, was not, oh my God. I listened to that my whole high school. Like yeah, I remember, yeah. <laughs> you remember going to school and just singing a whole bunch of tribe the entire time because they were on fire. It's just that was one of my favorite groups. But yeah, I would love to see some mixtapes of old school um, groups because those groups never really got the shot to do the things that they got to do back in, uh, in the nineties, late nineties and two thousands. Yeah, that have been yeah a tribe mixtape would have been crazy. <clears throat> Cause you, cause the, the greatest, the best thing about mixtapes is you can use one, you can use any type of beat Two, You can really just be free and just like, just go on and just spit and say what you got to say and not have to worry about something getting cleared or something, whether it's going to be radio friendly or anything. You can just get on there and just do your thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. like tribe mixtape, then you know, they would have had like Busta on the track or something or De La Soul mixtape, you know, they would have had like black sheep or tribe on it. Oh man. They probably yeah. had some Moni Love, some Queen Latifah. Ah, yeah. A Tribe yeah. mixtape or a De La Soul mixtape would be amazing, son. Shout out to De La Soul because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they are back there now. Not back, but they are now on uh, Apple Apple Music. I believe their music is now available on Apple Music. So Hold shout out to De La Don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive. <laughs> Yeah, so if you got a chance, those are the, those groups are like for our age group. That's like nostalgia. That's like you listen to like a, a we got the jazz, we got the jazz, like songs like like electric uh, electric electric relaxation, like those type of songs are just like 
My uh-huh. God. Oh, yeah. oh man, thinking about it. All that shit is on there. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was one of my favorite. Oh man, that De La Soul was another one of my favorite groups. Yeah, man, it was just some some great music, some great great music. And I know everybody might, but we got some great music too, dear. And it's it's some good music out here, but it, it goes with it goes with um, age groups. So there's a lot of stuff out now that I just don't I just don't vibe with. It's not for me. I know it's not for me. So I don't try to downplay it. I don't try to down talk it. I don't try to figure out how can I like it's not for me. And I'm cool with that. Just like yeah. a lot of the stuff we were listening to, even like the stuff that we think was great, like the Biggie and all of that. That we be like, man, this great. It's people who who are probably like. 15 years older than us. I'm like, man, y'all listening to this biggie. This biggie shit is trash. You need to listen to this. So it's always going to be a era and an age group vibe. So I'm cool with not being into this music. Some of it I like, some of it I don't. Some of it I really be into. I be rocking out to, and it's okay. So mm-hmm. it'll be 15 years from now. It'll be another group. It'll be somebody else that then they'll be 45 or whatever. They'll be 45, 46. And they'll be on their show or they'll be on their internet or whatever will be out around that time. And they'll be talking about Gucci and everybody else. Like, yo, man, that, that, that stuff was dope. That was the era. That was the business. <laughs> they'll be talking about them the way we talk about Tribe and De La Soul. Yeah. And, nah, that's, that's... and that's fine because when they were growing up, that's what they were listening to. Because, like, there's this, um, so, like, my, uh, my wife has this homegirl and she has two little twin boys. And so they be over here sometimes, and I be playing the game with them. You know, I be talking to them, giving them some, giving them some men knowledge. They're like they twelve, either twelve or thirteen, or about to turn turn thirteen. And he was listening to his iPad, and he was like, "And I was like, what you listening to?" And he said the artist, and I was like, "Who the hell is that?" He was like, "Yo, man, that shit is fire right now." I was like, "What?" And then he played it, and I was like, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm old," because that because that shit was trash to me. But he yeah. he loved it. So I know when he, he's 13 now, when he's 35, 40, he's going to be playing that like, yo, man, this was the shit back in the day. I remember I used to be over to um Mr. Dan House playing the game. I used to be rocking out to this when I was playing Madden with him. That's cool. That's going to be his story because cause that's his shit. So De La Soul and all that shit, that's our shit. So that's the why, that's why we talk about it the way we talk about it. That's a fact. So that's why I don't be people like, man, man, it's ridiculous. I'm like, why are you so mad about that? That music's not for you. <laughs> you you are past that time era. <laughs> that music is not for you. Stop listening to it. Yeah, no, nah, I never get upset at the the music for to from today. I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm on the same type of time as you. It's not for me and it's perfectly okay. You know, whatever you like, that's what you like. Uh and there's a reason, you know, times have changed. You know, and you know, I always say, you know, I say the same thing. We had our time. Our time is <laughs> our time is behind us. We what you call them. we we like what we like. They like what you know. Everybody likes what they like at the end of the day. So you just continue to uh, pump whatever 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 floats your boat at the end of the day. <laughs> all that really matters to me. I, you know, uh, De La Soul, that type of group. You know, some Biggie. Tupac, all of those groups back in the day, you know, those are the groups that I like. Now, I like some new music. There's, 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 it's not many, but I'll listen to some new music, you know. I, I, I have some, uh, I obviously, and when I say new music, I'm probably going to be like, oh, all right, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I have, like, J. Cole in my shit. <laughs> uh, and I have some Kendrick in my fucking, 
and my wife, I have to push a T. Uh, I have these artists in my um, in my phone, but I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't have no little Uzi Vert. I don't have little Uzi Vert. I don't have no little Uzi. I don't have no God rest his soul. I, I don't have. I don't have. I don't have. Uh, you know. I don't have a, I didn't have extension. I have when he was alive, and God rest his soul. I didn't have him. I don't. I don't have uh, uh, oh, this New stuff, man. I, I don't, I don't know nothing know. about it till till one of the young dudes tell me. I'm like, what you talking about? I'm like, all right, let, let me pull it up, and I pull it up. And I'm like, yeah, now nah, you got it. You keep that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't like it. I'm like, nah, man. That's just just it's just not for me. No disrespect, you rock out. You play it, play it all you want to play it. Just keep it in your headphones. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> keep it in your headphones. <laughs> it is what it is, yo. But before we get out of here, um, real quick, I want to talk about the um about uh what's the uh, Lala. So Lala was on um she she was guest hosting on the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she made a statement where she was like um. They were talking about when is it appropriate to shoot your shot? Like when, if you're a guy or a girl and you see somebody that you like, when is it appropriate? When is it inappropriate to shoot your shot? And she, and it was like, well, when you have basketball games watching your son play, is it inappropriate for somebody to come holler at you? And she made a valid statement. She was like, well, really, it all depends on if I'm feeling that person. And I was like, yo, it that makes all the sense in the world because it really don't, it really doesn't matter. What you doing, where you at, if you like the person approaching you, if you feeling the person approaching you, you don't give a damn what's going on. Yeah. They're going to holler at you and you're going to respond. Now, if you don't like them, it, then then the situation then the situation matters. And it's like, look, I'm busy right now. I don't really want to talk. Uh, you know, thank you, but no thank you. But if it's somebody that you like, it don't matter. You could be at a funeral. If it's somebody like you, like, hey, hold up a second. Let me um let me finish uh reading this reading this obituary right quick and then we can step off to the side. We can have a conversation. Like it don't matter what's going on if you really feeling the person. That's the fact. And I think that's probably why a lot of people be um a lot of people be getting cursed out because I don't think it's so much I think some of it has what you're saying and when you're saying it, but I think a great majority of it is who you're saying it to and if that person is feeling you or not. It, that, that's all it is, man. That is all it is, man. You can catch uh you can catch a guy or a girl that you're feeling in in any situation, if they are feeling you, they will speak. If they you know, obviously if they're not taken or shit, you know, if they're not taken or if uh they they're single and they're out and about, I don't give a shit if they're with their kids. I don't give a shit if they're coming from like you said, a funeral. I don't give a shit if they where they're coming from, if they're feeling you, they're gonna hear you out. If they're not feeling you, the the more severe of whatever is going on, if they're with their kids, if they're coming from a funeral, whatever that is, the more severe of whatever the situation is, if they're not feeling you, they're gonna come with Super duper negative energy. That's just what it is. <laughs> because if you are not their type and you approach them, they're going to come with the super duper negative uh, energy, right? But in the same, the same person, the same situation, and if they're feeling you, they'll give you the time of day. Yeah. That's just what it is. <clears throat> You're right about that. They're going to feel you. If they feel it, they're going to come and they're going to talk to you regardless of the fact. Really, that and really, that if they feeling you, if they really, 
into you translates into so much more. Because I remember you told me a long time ago, we was talking about something. He was like, yo, <laughs> he's like, and I'll be, t- I'll be telling young dudes this shit now. Cause this shit was, this shit was so insightful. He was like, mm-hmm. yo, as long as she keeps answering the phone, son, you got a chance. Always have a chance. I live by that, man. I don't give a fuck. Listen here, man. Listen, and I tell this to, to young folks as well. I don't give a fire fuck what you did. I'm not. What I'm saying is that I don't care how bad the breakup is. I don't care what you said. I don't care if she, if you said to her, if she said to you, it is over. It is over. Never call me again. It is motherfucking over. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. You are a fucking asshole. Blah, 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 blah. Curse you out. Says every, calls you everything but the child of God. Blocks you. She blocks you for a whole day. I don't give a damn. If you text her uh, five days later, four days later, three days later, a week later, and she responds, it can be any response. It does not matter what the response is. Don't fucking, don't text me, motherfucker. It can be that. You You got a chance. You have a fucking chance. If she responds, you have a chance. Because anyone that doesn't give a shit, when they don't give a shit, they won't respond. They'll literally keep you on that motherfucking block forever. Yep. You know? They will forget they put you on block to the point where you'd be like, ah, damn, she really put me on block. If she responds, if he responds, you have a chance. Doesn't matter what the response is. Well, they told me, fuck me. Yeah. Well, they, they took the time. They took the time. They don't have to take the time to respond. That's the God honest truth. You can tell people that to the to the day they die. It's the God honest truth. Oh, that shit is so funny. I be telling people that shit. And then I then like my my homegirls, especially my younger homegirls, I be I be hipping them to the game. They be like, Nah, I don't give a damn about him. Fuck him, I hate him. I was like, I was like, you still answering the phone? I mean, when he called, I be like, What the fuck you want? I was like, But you still answering the phone, right? It was like, Yeah. I was like, Well, he still believes he's got a shot. I was like, Until the day you get to the point where you don't answer the phone at all. He's gonna believe he has a chance. He's gonna keep calling you. It was like, no, he not. He know I'm serious. I was like, all right. I said, like, go go a week without answering the phone, then come talk to me. And they come back a week later. They was like, yo, he stopped calling. I was like, because you stopped answering the phone, right? They was like, yeah, I didn't answer the phone, I answer no text. I told you. I was like, as long as you keep answering, as long as you keep replying, in his mind, he'll be like, oh yeah, I still got a chance. I can still get in there. I was like, that's just the way we we're built. That's just the way we think. Like, if you're gonna take the time to answer me or respond to me or Acknowledge me, I got a chance at you. I don't give a damn. I don't care how you feel if you're a female and you're listening to this. She's like, not me. Yes, you. I don't give a damn. <laughs> you too. Shit is, is 100% proof it's that it works. I'm living proof it works. <laughs> After you told me that, I was, like, I was like, let me see. Let me put that to the test. And sure enough, I was like, oh, snap. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a fucking fact, man. It does not matter. I don't care what she says. It doesn't. The response is what it is. The non-response means she's she's completely over it. Now you have to give it some time. Sometimes people just need space. Sometimes people literally need space. So you might run into a female or a male that are serious that day. Don't fucking hit me up. Don't respond to me. Blah 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 blah. Right? And they might need that. 24 to 48 hours. They might need it. They might even have you on that block for 24 to 48 hours. But if you text them that Saturday and that motherfucking green, if you have an iPhone and that green text is all of a sudden blue, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. We got that. <laughs> what is it? Mortimer. 
we're back. That's what the fuck it is. That's what the fuck it is. Because you might as well go ahead and and just test the waters and be like, hey, big head, or hey, how's it going? I just want to test <laughs> big you. head. Yeah, you might as well test the waters. And if she responds, like, because she took you off that block. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. You back in there, buddy. Just make sure you, you got to always. But when you, this is what I will say. When, when you do get the chance, when you do get the chance to uh, get some conversation, don't fuck up that conversation. Oh, yeah. Nah, you know? Nah, nah. No, don't fuck it up. Don't, 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 don't even bring up whatever happened. Just, just start talking about. How much you, how much you miss, or how much you want to do better, how much whatever. Don't, don't be like, let me explain what happened. Nah, man, just I don't even what happened. Yeah. You just say, hey, did you see the Nick game today? Hey, you just, <laughs> so <laughs> totally. Like you got to do it. You got to do on a whole new subject, whole new topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah you got to do. You know what we're gonna do on this? We need to do on this channel. We need to go into. We need to either end or, or maybe, you know, always have some kind of relationship advice. If people love to hear about a certain thing, I mean, we, I think people love that. This is this is definitely a good conversation right here because I, I truly believe and there's nothing that anyone's saying. I don't care what you say. This it's the truth, and I'm pretty sure some some guy is nodding his head right now to this. Like, yeah, no, that's that's, that's got to just got back with my wife last night. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I think we need to get into a little bit more on that, but it's uh, but I'm glad you did bring that up. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, man. We definitely gotta get into some more of that. Talk about that, man, because that is definitely a fact, man. You're right. Somebody probably just sit with their wife and be like, "That's how I got you, babe. Remember you? Remember you? Remember you answered the phone that day? Yeah, that's how I got you back." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, folks, man. We up out of here, man. Appreciate everybody that's listening, man. Y'all keep listening. Y'all keep supporting, man. We here. We enjoying it. Um topics if you got some topics got some things you want to discuss hit us up dnd project podcast at gmail.com both of us on facebook and uh instagram just hit our dms d underscore choc 718 darnell right um just add us man hit us get in our dms let us know what y'all want to talk about if y'all got a topic or uh, just let us know how we doing if you hate it let us know if you love it let us know those that's listening on a regular man, we could be up to about 40, 40 people that's listening on a regular man. We don't keep rising, man. We keep going. We ain't that not gonna get rid of us. So get used to us because we ain't going nowhere, man. Till next episode, man. We up out of here. Peace, everybody. <laughs>